to record another episode because I was just going to be at the dad's house yesterday. And now I have to go back into town and upload it. Like It's just like, it's fine. Um, so I was not going to actually be able to get an episode. In. And so anyway, um, right now I'm on my way up to Minneapolis. That's the moral of that story to go watch the Dodgers play the Twins. That's, um, yeah. So when you guys hear this, it'll be Wednesday or later. So maybe they will have already played the Twins. But um, I was heading up to Minneapolis. <clears throat> and uh, I was going to see how far I could get. And then uh, apparently there's like tornado warnings and severe thunderstorm warnings and tornado warnings and tornado watches. And I was driving right into it. And so rather than, you know, try to drive through the dark country in the, you know, at night in the middle of a tornado warning, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call it a night. <laughs> so I stopped in Des Moines. I'm staying in a hotel. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I can do the podcast because I didn't get a chance to do it last week. So that's where we are. You're all caught up now. Uh, the Dodgers did not have a very good opening week. Um, I mean, it couldn't have. I mean, it could have gone worse. So, you know, I, I would hope that you just fluke it up to, uh, you know, it was a weekend in Coors Field. They got a couple lucky breaks. They, you know, a couple, you know, hits didn't fall or whatever, and that cost them the game, I guess. But at the same time, you can't go into a season where you're like, hey, we're going to win the World Series and then lose a series against the Rockies for the first time since 2018. Like, they've owned the fucking Rockies, dude. So, yeah, like... Is it jump off a cliff? No, but is is it the kind of uh, the kind of first weekend you would want to see? No, probably not either. You know. So I'm just thinking, like, what could have gotten worse? I mean, uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna think that. You know, Walker Bueller. You know, solid five innings. On uh, sorry, <laughs> I was trying, to, I was trying to swallow and I couldn't. I'm high. Yes, I'm high, in my hotel room. You're welcome. Um, you know, Walker was solid, and then uh, they let. Uh, now I'm, I'm fucking just, I'm, I'm drawing blanks on who pitched the fucking second game. It was Gonsolin. And, you know, he didn't do bad, but, you know, it's one of those things where they don't really leave him in the game too long. Like, you know, I talked about how his ERA since he came into the league or since 2019, uh, over the course of his however many starts he has, like, his ERA is like 2.85, and his ERA as a starter is 2.22, but, you know, they just... He just doesn't go very deep into games. And I don't know if that's kind of like, you know, if the Dodgers... It doesn't make sense that the Dodgers are, like, putting him with kitty gloves like they did with Urias. Because when, you know, Urias, they would always give him short leash because they were looking out for his future. But Gonsolin's a little bit older. I mean, they might be... 
they might be about the same age. Like, he's young, but he's not as young as Julio when they had him, you know? So, I don't know. He didn't pitch awful. It's three innings, one run. Like, I mean, yeah, that's... You go with that six run, that's that's a six-inning start with two runs. I mean, it's not bad. That's three runs over nine innings. That's, that's an ERA of three. It's, yeah, 3.33 to be exact, but whatever. Like, eh, no, that's not 3.33. Now, I can't do math right now, dude. I'm too high. I'm sorry. I can't even think right now. Um, and then Urias, I mean... He's got a short leash, too. And now you start to wonder, you know, his last start in spring training wasn't very good. He got, he pitched, like, two, I think two innings, and he came out in the third inning. And we're just like, eh, you know, he's just off. It's spring training. Like, no need to worry. But, you know, he has another start like that. And you're like, and um, his velocity was down. You know, he was, he's usually you know, right around 94, 95, and he was like right around 92, I think he topped out at 93, which isn't huge, you know, considering like they had a short spring and everything, so maybe the arm strength isn't built up yet, but uh, you feel like that would just affect his ability to go deep into games, which he didn't, but also, but not so much affecting the miles per hour but you know some you know guys do get stronger you know a lot of times as the season goes on so it is a possibility is all i'm saying um i'm I'm not going to you know get on the cody bellinger you know what's wrong with cody thing because you know no not every not really anyone you know in that dodgers offense did anything great, you know, except for Chris Turner, Chris Turner, Chris Taylor, you know, Trey Turner got a hit in every game, but you know, that was it. Um, you know, Taylor got a few hits, like he had the most hits for the team last weekend and he didn't even start all three games. So, you know, it's not like everyone was just fucking beating the cover off the ball, but that's also cause for some concern, I think, because if there's ever a place where you go and your offense should be, you know, firing, it's Coors Field. Like, that field, it's it, it's the biggest outfield in Major League Baseball. Yes, the air is thinner, but it's still, you guys still got, you still got to cover that ground, whether the fucking air is thin or not. Like, that's a huge outfield. And that's a lot of ground to cover. Offenses are supposed to score runs there. Now, Dodgers only scored 11 runs over the course of the weekend. I mean, is it cause for concern? I don't know if that's cause for concern, per se. It's just, you know, you hate to see it. <laughs> because the Dodgers basically have an all-star. They could potentially, potentially, if everybody in the Dodger lineup, well, first of all, half the guys, more than half the guys are all-stars anyway, up and down the fucking lineup, it's all-stars, Mookie Betts, all-star, Freddie Freeman, all-star, Trey Turner, all-star, Muncie, all-star, Justin Turner, all-star, Cody Bellinger, all-star, Chris Taylor, all-star, they have eight fucking all-stars in the lineup, what the fuck, dude, 
and Gavin Lux or Edwin Rios fucking who might get you know be in that nine spot or fucking Alfonso like these guys could fucking hit dude like I don't know if Alonzo can be an all-star but Gavin Lux has all-star potential for sure Edwin Rios if he plays every day and plays to what he's capable of he's got all-star capabilities what if the Dodgers had 10 all-stars? Oh, yeah, 11 because they got Walker Bueller, maybe even Julian. I mean, that wouldn't be, this be possible. What if it was just the Dodgers against the rest of Major League Baseball? <laughs> I mean, it's close. I mean, obviously, they don't have, you know, starters to pitch in every inning, you know, but the lineup was... You almost got a lineup of all-stars. We need one more all-star. And we got it. And you would expect them to score more runs in course field, is all I'm saying. But point being is, you know, maybe the offense is not firing in all cylinders. But when you have eight all-stars, the, all, the, the lineup doesn't need to, to operate on all cylinders. Just like two or three fucking done. The problem was that none of them really did anything this weekend, so they lost the series. We just need a couple of them to do something. Not even all of them. And that's a luxury that the Dodgers have that pretty much no other team has. Are there lineups that are just as deadly as the Dodgers? Yeah, I guess. But once you get past, you know, that starting lineup, you got a bench of guys that could also come in and potentially be all-stars. That's where I think the Dodgers hold the edge. So... It sucked that they fucking lost the series, especially to start this, you know, start the season. People already coming out of the woodwork, starting to talk shit. Um, they've got, I don't want to say a big series. Um, as I record this, the Dodgers are in a rain delay. So by the time uh, I finish this episode, maybe I, I'm assuming it looks like it's going to rain hard because they're getting like the same kind of storm that I am stuck in right now. <laughs> And so, uh, they're probably going to have to start the game resume tomorrow, but I don't know the rules on that. If they have to start from the bottom of the eighth or if they go, if they erase that last inning, I'm not sure you guys, I think you have to complete the inning. Jamie, look that up. (laughs) Um, but I'm excited because I'm heading to Minneapolis to watch them in Minneapolis and, ah, man. First of all, I went to the Texas Rangers game on Monday. It was their opening day. A little weird to be at another team's opening day, you know, like that the Dodgers weren't involved in. It's just weird. Like, and But that's going to happen a lot this year. Like, I'm going to go to games where I don't have a vested interest in either team and just get to watch baseball you know I mean I was watching the game Dodgers against or Rangers against the Rockies and it's like you know I was kind of rooting for the Rangers even though Corey Seager broke my heart you know they got Corey Seager over there they've got um, Charlie Coberson Dodger you know Dodger legend and they also had uh, what's his name Willie Calhoun who was with the Dodgers uh, one of their high prospects I told you guys about I think the Dodgers brought him up for like a second, I feel like. I can't remember. But um, 
he was definitely a top prospect. He was in Oklahoma City because I talk shit about him on here. Because he big leagued some kids and I didn't like that shit. That's why he got traded to the Texas Rangers. But, you know, it was just fun watching the game, you know, walking around the stadium. I've been there before, which is odd because, you know, for some of, I mean, some of these ballparks I've been to, but I'm just trying to do them all in one spring and summer. But, uh, you know, the last time I was there was when the Dodgers won the World Series, you know. And the last time I was there before that was in the Dodgers. Uh, I mean, I went to the, I went to two World Series games, didn't I? Fuck, dude. My best friend's the best. Thanks, Eric. Uh, I got to go to two World Series games. But my point is, and then before that, we went to one of the playoff games, the NLCS. Um, point is that each time I went to the ballpark at Arlington, or fuck, that's how old I am. That's what the old ballpark was called. Uh, and then they changed it to Globe Life Field, which is stupid, or Globe Life Park, which is stupid. The ballpark at Arlington was such a better name. But anyway, um, um, what you call it? Because I went for playoff games and World Series, I never explored the uh, entire ballpark, like all the nooks and crannies. Because I, I I had been to Arlington, and I did that when I went there, but like. You know, because I was there for the playoffs. So when I'm there for the playoffs, the World Series, for crying out loud, like I'm not walking or like we, we just didn't get there early enough to really walk around. And because it was COVID, you know, we didn't have they didn't even have like the whole park operational when it came to the playoffs and stuff last year. So um, I didn't really get a really good feel for the ballpark. So point being. Uh, on Monday when we went, we did get to go around and, you know, see the Nolan Ryan statue and walk around the stadium, center field, and, you know, check out the uh, all the different foods they had and stuff. It's a nice ballpark. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice ballpark. And for people in Texas, I'm sure that that's a nice ballpark. Like, I don't know, like... I don't. I didn't feel the passion from the fans there. Like people were cheering and stuff, but it's like, are there die-hard Texas Rangers fans? Like I feel like the big fans are gonna be fans of another team. Because the Rangers, I mean, yeah, they've had some good seasons. They've been to the playoffs a few times, and they've had you know Nolan Ryan, obviously. But like that's kind of it. Like I'm thinking Nolan Ryan, Ivan Rodriguez. I want to say Ruben Sierra. <laughs> I think the Rangers had Juan Gonzalez for a while, right? That's where he made his name. Fucking shooting up steroids. Uh, yeah, like, other than that, like, Nolan Ryan is, like, the only one, really. Um, so it's not like there's, like, it doesn't have, like, the history of, like, a Dodger Stadium, obviously, or, like, like a Wrigley Field. And so this field, is, the stadium is brand new, and, uh, you know, maybe they can you know, get some playoff memories, but it's not going to happen for a while, so it's just, I don't know, it, I just feel like that, like, I, I didn't feel that energy from the crowd, like, they, yeah, I don't know, but it was just fun, dude, it was fun just hanging out, you know, I had, like, a fried chicken, no, a chicken fried brisket sandwich that was supposed to be, like, one of the best things, it was either that, or, like, I guess they have, like, a two-foot hot dog, and it was just me and my girl, and we're not going to eat fucking two-foot hot dog 
you know, I can't even get my girl to eat an eight-inch hot dog, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> just kidding, um, I'm just kidding, it's stupid, um, so we tried the, I, tr I had the brisket, chicken fried brisket sandwich, my girlfriend had, uh, what did she have, she had something that was supposed to be, like, unique also, but now I don't remember what she had, and now it's gonna bother me, I think she had a burger, yeah, she had a burger, that's right, because she made a big deal about how the hamburger <laughs> was the same price as the cheeseburger. She's like, well, I'll just get the cheeseburger. But she doesn't get cheeseburgers. She usually just gets hamburgers. And so I just thought it was weird. I'm like, if it's the same price, she just, at a principle, wanted the one with the cheese, even though she doesn't get cheeseburgers. But she said it wasn't that good. So we were disappointed with the food at the ballpark in Arlington. So I'm sorry. Anyway, um... It was cool, though, and now I'm excited to get to see the Dodgers in Minneapolis. Um, I'm going to get to see Clayton Kershaw pitch, so that's exciting. The Dodgers have just a quick two-game series with the Twins, and then they get to open the the homestand. Opening day is uh, Thursday at Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium opening day. Um, Walker Bueller is going to get the start for that one, so we're looking at Andrew Haney, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, and then probably, I'm assuming, Tony Gonsolin, and then Urias again. Um, you know, Reds are solid. Twins are solid. You know, some. it'll be interesting to see, like, uh, well, I've watched part of the game. They were in a rain delay, but how there was, like, a lot of Dodger fans at the game on Tuesday, and they were booing Correa in his own park, which is kind of fucking funny because i'm gonna boo that motherfucker tomorrow i'm gonna talk shit too um <laughs> yeah bitch fuck you korea um but yeah it's supposed to be really anyway i'm just really excited uh it was a great first week of the tour i'm gonna be in a lot of places so along with my blue thoughts i can kind of give you guys updates on where i am and stuff and so um anyway um you know with two games against the twins and three games against the Reds. I'm going to predict the Dodgers go, let's say, no, they got to go more than three and two. I think they go three and two, though. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I just, I just feel like that's what they're going to do this week. They'll split two against, hopefully they win both of them, but, you know, sometimes I was wrong last year, so it wasn't very often, but um, anyway, and, you know, get back on the winning track. Anyway, you guys, uh, if you're a Dodger fan and you're listening to this and you happen to be in Minneapolis, I will be at the House of Comedy all week, Wednesday, April 13th through Saturday, April 16th. And then next week, I will be in Houston on Thursday, April 21st at the Riot. And then Saturday, April 23rd, I will be at the Comedy House in New Orleans for two shows I can't wait. I've never been to Houston, and I love New Orleans, and I can't wait to hang out in Minneapolis as well. So this is my, this has been my blue thoughts. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.